This is Jimmy and Annette, and we are excited to be with you again, finally back into a weekend routine. This is episode number 51. That reminds me of Area 51. You know about Area 51? Oh, yeah. Roswell, New Mexico. Well, ish. Ish. It's out more... Nah. Yeah, it's close. I thought it was around Las Vegas. No, it's Roswell. Whoa, whoa, no, 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 no. No. I used Adam the to... Podfather Curry will correct this Okay. One. I used to... Go to Roswell as a child I every know, year. But that's not where Area 51 it is. It is. It's no, that area. I, okay. okay. I'm, po- I'm stopping the podcast. No, you're not. bad. <laughs> you just ran off the rails. I'm serious. No, I'm not going to stop it. But really, it's lost. Okay. It's, I, I'm going to look no, it up. No, Google it. I'm going to Google it right now. Chat GPT. Not, oh, my not, gosh. Not, not, no, I'm kidding. Oh, you know who would kill us Hey, for doing well, that. Oh, no, Tina. Hey, welcome to our podcast. This is Jimmy and Annette. We are Living Up in a Down World. And check us out at livingupinadownworld.com. And Annette is... I Dame Annette is all over Google right now. Roswell, she's a, Area 51. No aliens. way. Honey, Las Vegas. Where in the world are you getting that from? Well, it does say Nevada right here, too. <laughs> So, because we have a friend who will go and name because he he's classified, who worked at area worked at the non-existent area fifty one. Well, why is it that and when they, we go through? But they flew out of Las Vegas okay. in and out every day to this okay this this base that does not exist. Well, I don't know what I'm talking about. You then. don't, baby but, girl, but, but I love you. And I you're just, beautiful, by the way. Oh, you're no, so I'm sweet. serious. You are stunning. Oh, oh wow. Sound effects. No, thank you, Adam Curry, for the cool So, sound why did effects. I think it was? Because there is something out there. No, Roswell is where apparently. Aliens. No, they said, well, okay, there was, there's this, there's this theory, or, <laughs> or maybe an account. I don't know. Somebody will probably talk to me about it, but where there was a spaceship, a UFO that crashed. And supposedly there were actually alien bodies that were extricated. Then all of that was apparently taken to area. Well, the non-existent area 51, you know, the place that doesn't exist. Right. Um, so that's there's a lot of stories around that. But anyway, all that to say, this is well, I episode totally number fifty one. That one up, didn't I? Well, I mean, I was trying to be sweet, and then you. Do just, we need to you cut really, this? No, we're going. Okay. We're rolling with it. This okay. is real life, this is baby. Unedited. This is us. Unscripted. Boy, this is us. Unedited. Hey, we love you guys, man. We got some sweet notes this week, and just tons of encouragement. Wait, wait, wait. I have to stop. No, yeah, stop. Today is your birthday. Oh, happy birthday to me. And oh wait. You know do you what? Even have- I got rid of my applause button because I replaced it with this. K-Y-B-O. Keep your buckets overflowing. Well, I love that because it's for so one cheesy, thing, that's love Tina it. and Adam. Right. I love uh, it. With, on that jingle. But that's your motto in life. It is so my motto. So it's very apropos for your birthday. But I want to give a big shout out to um, 
Sir TJ the Wrathful. Yes. Uh, he's one of the Dorful gang. I mean, just such a cool okay. guy. His such songs, a great the songs band. They sing. These guys are amazing. The Dorfuls. Check them out. You can find them on, uh, I know they've got their newest video. It's a song called They Don't Know, which is my favorite song that they've done. It's called They Don't Know. And they have a great video of it on uh, YouTube. So check it out because it is really good. But Sir TJ is one of, it's a huge Is he family. the one that did this jingle? He did this jingle. And he did, uh, I've got another version of it. That's a short version. So that's a short version. So wow, if I just want to do a quick hit, I can oh, do that. okay. So I was looking for, because I was like, uh, it's okay, it's my birthday, right? So so we need to have some kind of... No. No, that you didn't need do it either. Celebra- I mean, not everybody celebrates. All right, it is Jimmy, Pastor Jimmy oh, Pruitt's birthday. Way to go, Pastor Jimmy. 62,000 years of age. 62,000. Oh, 62. Okay. You're there. so funny. Wow. I know. You oh, like, I'm still on. Oh, you're still on. I'm just How are you going to get rid of the whole show? No. I know. I I have too much fun with these okay. pads. I mean, and thanks to Adam I, Curry. I nerd out on these. Yes. That's <laughs> By funny. the way, you, you already I said, said it, it already. I've got to say Why? it again. I think it's the new lighting in the studio. Okay. We're in the living up studio. We've and, got it lit as if we're doing oh, a, a video podcast. It is but legit. we're not doing that yet. It is yet. lit. All right. It is lit. We've got this amazing. So the lighting is it taking away my. Wrinkles. What wrinkles? Oh, very what good. Wrinkles? That was a good answer. So uh, it's my day today. Happy it birthday is. to me. Sixty. So what are we going to do? It's only a number. What are we going to do? We're going to do our podcast. I mean, for your We're birthday. We're doing stuff I love to do. I love to do this. Well, that's true. I mean, I really do. I missed. Oh, man, I'm so happy to be back in a rhythm and doing it on a weekly basis. Yeah. Well, Adam Curry pretty much spanked us. <laughs> He's like... He really, need, and he didn't, he I don't know if he truth said in it love. to me, but he said it through Tina to me that <laughs> Adam really doesn't like the fact that y'all are not doing this weekly. Well, I didn't like it either. Well, you know what we did? We were changing our staff meeting to Wednesdays so we could do this on Tuesdays and then get it out there on Wednesdays. Definitely. And, uh, so yeah. I, we're working this on This is it. way better. I already feel better. I mean, when we made this decision, I felt such peace because... I love the people that we're talking to. Yes. I mean, I love the feedback. Well, we're, we're, we're more fresh in the morning as well. Well, that's true. Yeah. I don't know how to even tell you to do it at night. I, I'm I don't done. Either. Well, we did, we did ours last week, last Thursday night. We did do Thursday night. we did have a lot of energy. We and, did. Which was not normal for us. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but today... It was really, it's yeah. really good. So I'm, we're just changing our, we're changing my our work schedule so that we can do this for our fun, I guess, our other work. This is what no, we this love is our, to do. our second job. Yeah. You know, job, if, is it a job if you love what you do? And That's true. Does it really work? No, we love, this is a labor of love because we, we love people and we love helping and we want, we believe it's possible. Jesus taught us how to pray. Remember in the Lord's model prayer, yes. he said, on earth as it is in heaven. Well, no, the way we say it in church is in earth. Well, that's the old King James I know. version. But you know what? I do love I that like we do it. that every week I because it kind of sets up the sermon for us to really hear it because we're praying that, praying God's will. Yeah. I remember and then we're listening. 
true. And I remember Dr. Mark Rutland, he, he, the way he fr- says it is 21 seconds mm-hmm. to change your life. Right. And so we've incorporated uh, the Lord's model prayer into our weekly sermon setup. I do that. I get up. We pray for the peace of Israel as the Lord commands us to do because we're friends of Israel. And I don't care who doesn't like it. They, they were grafted into that vine and Jesus was Jewish. So it is what it is. And so we're going to continue to always support and pray for. We support them financially through our church, the great ministry called Israel Media Ministries, who did an amazing job on your testimony video. I've had a lot of good feedback. Oh, great feedback. People are really touched by that. And if you haven't seen that, you can find that on um, YouTube. And all you have to do is go to Israel Media Ministries and look for Annette's face. It's right there at the beginning. It's one of the first, (laughs) it's the last one they did. Uh, They're working on mine right now. But uh, honey, you you did such a good job. Thank you. Listen, the production guy in the studio that was hired to do that video was crying. I know, I know. It was very moving. He was crying. He was like, wow. Which is crazy because I wasn't. Too, really much. Dear, yeah, I was really trying moment, to be focused. But, but it's beautiful. I fell apart it watching it. It was real. You did. Yeah. yeah, we were watching it and you just seeing it with the music and they added these these uh, vignettes, vignettes to it. And it just brought it, it all back brought to it all you back. in a big way. Yes. And but, there's so much more to the story. Mm-hmm. But it's you only can a few only minutes say long, right? So, so what, seven, eight minutes so, long or something? Ten minutes? Yes, yes. Maybe. So go check it out. Uh, Israel Media Ministries on YouTube. Check out Annette's testimony video. This is my story. Powerful. In fact, it was called From Desperation to to Deliverance. Yes. From Desperation to Deliverance. I had to think about it because I I hadn't looked at it in the last few days. But anyway, super proud of you, babe. You're a rock star. I appreciate that. Totally a rock star. Yeah. Keep your buckets overflowing. (laughs) Yeah, you do. So welcome to the show. Um, Gosh. 62, it's just a number, right? Right. I feel amazing. This this has to lead right into a carnivore conversation, short version. But uh, we had dinner with some friends of ours, uh, Pastor Eddie Freeman and his wife, Jessica, Jessica from Gateway Church up in South Lake. And uh, he's what we call a relational pastor because we're a part of the Gateway Network. We're not an actual Gateway Church, but we're just a part of the, we relate to the bigger network. Mm-hmm. It's a network of about a hundred and probably by now 170 churches or so. Yes. And we all connect for fellowship and resourcing and best practices and all that. So he was, they were in town yesterday, so we had lunch with them. And uh, the carnivore thing came up that are you thirsty over I am. there? Sorry, I had to get <laughs> <It's> a drink. <okay. laughs> so we had a carnival conversation because we sat down to eat and we ordered a double meat burger with bacon and sunny side up eggs or over easy eggs and no sides. And, and they're like, what is this that you're doing? <laughs> and we're like, and they said, y'all look amazing. And so, well, we're, we're, we're 200 at yesterday was 209 days. It's wow. two, day 210, but who's counting? So 210 I can't today, believe you're counting. I'm keeping up with it. I have a journal every day, so That's I just true. keep it in my journal. So I know right where we, are, where we are because it has been so impactful for us and so life-changing that uh, it's important to document. Speaking of documentation, we're going to be in a documentary movie. Right. Coming up called Healing Humanity. It's being uh, produced by Kerry Mann. He is one of the influencers in the carnivore space. And, um, yeah, they reached out to us. And so we'll be doing that interview in May. They're going to come to our studio here. And we'll do it. It'll be a video. It's more 
early June because of that weekend in May, we're going to Nashville. Right. So it's right on the on the yeah, edge there. On the edge of, there. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, super excited about that and excited because this has been a game changer for our health. Yes. So what did we eat last night? I mean, this is crazy. So we had the double burger with bacon. Avocado. We did do a little avocado, avocado. which is not carnivore, just but I don't fat. mind having good fat every once in a while. I like that. I just had a, like mm-hmm. a slice. It was tiny. But anyway, we did that. And so you'd think, wow, it was a big meal. So we get home. Oh, my goodness. And what For did we dinner, do? I we did two Chuck Eye steaks and two, two New York, New York strips. strips. I mean, it completely covered the platter. And we ate almost all of that. We did. Or did yeah. we eat all Yeah, there was some fat on it that, yeah. that you didn't eat, but... I was, it was man, amazing. I was in carnivore heaven. Yes. But what does that do for our body? It's jet fuel for our body. And when your body only has to process one food, what? Nothing. Keep going. When your body only has to process one food, I mean, it's... It's just so much you better You have energy. For you. Yeah, yep. it doesn't, doesn't take you out. So yep. anyway, yep. carnivore journey is going great. And so, yeah, it's always fun telling people about it. They always look at you like, what? You, know, like, you mean you no can't? No sugar? You don't have dessert? <laughs> what oh, about well. wine? Everybody wants to know. Everybody what about wine? Can you yeah. have wine? No, nah. You have a brood every once in a while, you know, something that's a little champagne maybe that's non, yeah. just non-sugar. Not every, just not regular. Yeah, yeah, not regularly. Yeah, just enjoy it. It's mm. actually better when you have space in between right, so right. anyway so yeah so um man god has been up to some cool stuff the waves of revival are really starting to happen mm-hmm. we're seeing massive growth in our church we're seeing doors open up um we already talked about going to three services which has been exhausting okay so we didn't know how exhausting this was going to be and on mentally, Sunday, mentally, mentally, yes, yeah, more mentally than physical. Because when we were driving off, you said, I am exhausted. Uh, I actually felt good on Sunday. Well, I think it's just all the people that we're meeting and mm-hmm. ministering to in between services. And it was, um, yes, I was, I, I took a nap. <laughs> you didn't. But you were wiped out. I fell asleep. What We yeah. just turned on um, an HGTV yeah, show kind of noise, and literally within minutes yeah, I was out. You were gone. I just, yeah, yeah, it's more exhausting than I thought yeah. it would be. So I started a new series this Sunday mm-hmm. called Mind Wars, Winning the Battle of the Mind. And I'm telling you that that was a hard hitter for people because people don't really stop to think about what, what we're they're thinking, thinking about. about. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a quote from Pastor Steve Berger. Uh, from Tennessee, who's, who said, this is years ago, he said, we have to start thinking about what we're thinking about. Have you ever thought about that? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, really? Well, yes. Um, just because, I mean, we've talked about this so much about the battlefield that's in between our ears and that's in our mind and how it can affect Every area of our life. and There was a book so, written in 1995. Do you know who wrote yes. that book? Oh, who? yeah. Joyce Meyer, Battlefield of the Mind. The Battlefield of the Mind. That was a huge book for us. Yes, it was. Definitely. And I think that was one of our earlier, mm-hmm. earlier big books. Oh, yeah. yeah. But to me, one of our best. Yes. And uh, it talks about the war, the assault on our minds that 
that's coming at us. When you think about, I mean, if you listen to No Agenda, which a lot of our, our friends here are No Agenda listeners, No Agenda is a fantastic podcast by Adam Curry and John Dvorak about, they do media deconstruction. And so if you listen to them, you you will begin to really see patterns that what we're being fed by mainstream media is, is a load. It's mm-hmm. just not, there's little to no truth or it's twisted or warped truth or it's their version of what, what they, they want, want you to hear exactly yeah exactly and so there's an assault on our mind on a regular basis whether it's through that that thing you hold in your hand called a phone or your tablet or your whatever you know your computer that's it, coming at us mm-hmm. all the time commercials on tv i mean everything is designed to capture your mind and yet we the bible says we've been given the mind of christ and so at some point we have to say, am I going to become the gatekeeper or the guardian of my mind? Or am I just going to be passive and let down my guard and let everything come into me mm-hmm. that, that wants to come into me? And people don't think about that. We don't think about what we're thinking about. Mm-hmm. Because what, what was the term that we used to say a lot when we watched a lot of TV? We'd say, I just need to veg, veg. Oh, yeah. Yeah. as though we could watch this passively. And not let it affect us. Yes. Yeah. Well, what I, I remember when we were watching TV, and it, things started getting worse and worse and worse. And finally, if you'll remember, one time I decided, um, let's start fast-forwarding through these parts. So 15, 20 years ago, you didn't really think about it that much. Well, we didn't have the capability of doing that, for one. Right. Yeah, we didn't have DVR. That's right. But now... With everything, it's gotten so much worse. What we dawned on us one day is that we were fast-forwarding through more of the show than we were watching. And it was like, okay, there's a tipping point here where it's ridiculous. Because the premise of the shows have changed so much. And there's so much violence out there. And for me, um, because I like justice, Mm -hmm. I like shows, dramas, um, real-life shows, you know, like the Datelines and all that, I really like... That because I like to see how it gets solved. I like to solve it while I'm watching it play out. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly, I could have been an investigator. Oh, easily. you are an investigator. <laughs> well, if yes. I need somebody cyber stock, I, <laughs> I just say uh, Damonette. But you know what I mean. Could you go check out as, <laughs> as a profession. <laughs> I really could have gone into that because I or forensic science or anything like that because I enjoy that. Mm. But what it was doing to my mind and my mm-hmm. my emotions, it was it was causing fear, too much fear. So give some examples of how that manifested in our just our daily life. The fear that you're oh, talking about w- coming in through the I mind. would. You know, as soon as it started to get dusk, I would say we got to shut all the blinds, and I was just, I, I was just constantly thinking about people lurking outside. There was just so much fear that just entered my my heart, and mm-hmm. it was it was devastating. Well, I remember you would be dreams. Like- Bad dreams. Bad dreams. You'd have horrible dreams. And then you'd say things to me like, did you check the doors? Did yes. you check the doors? And it got to be, at first it was kind of like, oh, honey, I got this. I got this. But then I noticed it moved more obsessive yeah. to where yeah. it was like you were paranoid Well, there were times it. when the garage door didn't get shut. So it, obviously that can, and we then we didn't lock right. the back door. But, but I just saw it this got cascade. Obsession. Yeah, yeah, it became cascade. an obsession. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's understandable. And that's when I finally said we yeah. need to do something about this. So in terms of the battlefield of the mind and these mind wars, how, how has that 
impacted you from some of the trauma that you experienced as a child and as an adult? How has that, how have those, how those things play into the mind? Well, for one, I have to change the way I viewed what happened to me. Oh, good. Because if I, if I view it as just violence and I don't see the compassion that God actually had while I was in that situation or the compassion he had for the people that were um, the victimizers. Wow. wow. Um, it was when I did change my view of contempt mm-hmm. for, you know, my family members or uh, an ex-husband to compassion because there is something that That's had huge. to have happened to them to get to them get them to the place where violence was caused on us and havoc was reaped. How did how did things that were that were said to you by what I would call perpetrators? What things that were said to you by someone that you should have been coming from love, someone that you could trust, that you were safe with, that you were loved, how did what you were called, what you were told, or what was done to you, how did it impact you well, in your mind and your thinking? It devastated me at the yeah. time and for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I was at a movie theater and um, I was there with my ex and another couple and we were sitting there waiting for the movie to begin and the wife made a comment to me in front of everyone about my weight she said oh my gosh you're so thin and you look so good and my ex made a comment that stuck with me to this day and this was I was probably I would say 18 19 years of age and and he said, well, when she takes off her clothes, it just, it all falls out. So wow. basically she's hiding her weight. And it, wow. I mean, I was probably all of maybe 105 pounds. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was never that My goodness. big at that time. That's where you are now. Oh, I'm not far You're off. You're real close. Not far off. You're but, real close. But anyway, but the thing is, is it affected me for years upon years upon years. And, you know, Tina talks about it on her podcast about body dysmorphia. Boy, did I ever have that because mm. of what he said. Those words. You and millions of other women. Yes. I know. It's it, so devastating. It was devastating. And uh, I had to get to the point where I could be comfortable with myself, mm-hmm. even at a at a at a larger weight, which I've, I've never. I don't think any women, any woman is really comfortable with themselves. I don't know if we ever really get or comfortable. Content, right. Or content. With, because yeah. we magazines, mm-hmm. um, TV, the, the media has just really porn. Yes. Porn has played mind games with us and we feel like we're never perfect enough, mm-hmm. but those words coming from a man who supposedly loved me and cherished me just devastated me. And it really wasn't until I began a really stronger walk in the Lord where I was mature enough to brush it off. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still remember it, but the pain of it's not there. Right, and then right. I marry you and you just say the opposite. Of course, you've never said a mean thing so to me can in I, 31 can years. I, can I park it right here? Yes. And, and I'm going to segue a little bit. Okay. 
how do the how did these mind games, these head games, uh, these these negative stinking thinking, as Zig Ziglar used to say, how did all that play into our early years of marriage? Because one of the things we wanted to mention and talk about was was the power of intimacy. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking about how the role that the mind plays in intimacy. So share an example of. Do you remember the night we were in bed? Like right after we got married. Is and this you... going to be R rated or G rated? <laughs> no, this is safe. Okay. Safe TV. Okay. Safe, safe, safe podcasting. <laughs> so, no, it was it was the night that you accidentally hit me. Yes. And what did you do? Well, I, I. You rolled over or something and bumped me. No, I did. It was it was something by accident. And literally, I pulled my arms up as if I was, you know, trying yep. to protect myself from what you were about to do to me. I know. Because if I would have done that, even on accident to my ex, he would have. So you had a Pavlov's had, reaction. Yes. And, and he did too. That was so sad because mm-hmm. he didn't, it didn't, he didn't think you don't, you don't yeah, hurt he just a woman or anybody, yeah. but he reacted. Yeah. But obviously he had something going on. And we're not here and, to slam our exes no. or anything like that. But it's what just, I'm, this what is I'm, reality. Right. But what I'm saying live. is I'm sure it was something from his own childhood yeah. that caused him right. to become that way. And I've thought about that a lot. Yeah. Just, I mean, people don't just overnight become yeah. evil or, or, or mean or reactive. Reactive. It's raging. There is something that causes that. Well, and, I remember that night because I looked at you and I said, what are you doing? And I and said, you were, you're not going to hit me back or hurt me? And you yeah, were like, that was like what? days into our marriage. Yeah. And I, I was like, of course not. That would never even enter my mind. You, It was an accident. Mm-hmm. But the fact, so thinking about head games, thinking about how the mind works, we realized very quickly in our new marriage that we have some things to overcome. And it took us a couple of years. For one, I didn't trust you mm-hmm. because I... I had no reason I was a scoundrel. to trust anybody after what I'd been through. You I were was. not. I'm kidding. But I didn't have, I mean, I, because of growing up with my father, growing up with my ex, um, men in my life, I always had issues mm-hmm. everywhere I worked. It was like I had a symbol right. on my forehead that says victim, victimize mm. her because mm. she she can take it, you know, kind of thing. And it was hard because I was always. Um, well, in a very real sense, you were beat down I emotionally, not emotionally. physically necessarily some of that, but mostly, mostly you were emotionally and psychologically mm-hmm. beat down to the point where. When we came together, and I, I realized very quickly, well, you were very open with me too. We, our conversations oh, I told you were everything. straight up. I mean, mm-hmm. so you needed to know what we you were, were getting yourself into. And I, you know what? I knew that. And mm-hmm. I, I, I weighed the cost, so to speak. And I'm like, this, there's gold in those hills. <laughs> I saw you. I'm like, there is gold me in there. How Jesus sees us. Yeah. Which you, you saw perfection in me that's how jesus he doesn't see the sin Mm -hmm. he sees us perfected he sees us whole i can tell you where it happened where it was when tony gibson was leading worship at indiana baptist church on an evening and i saw tears rolling down your cheeks during worship so you knew there was a tenderness i was done that was it that was all I needed to know. But you didn't know what you were getting yourself well, into. My either. attitude was that's all I need to know. The rest is negotiable. Wow. We'll navigate life together. Wow. And I was all and in. We did. I was in from that moment forward. But but a lot of things were hard for me because mm-hmm. of 
you know, your past can really dictate your future. There you go. There's the head games again, right? This is the mind thing. And so you, when you go into your future, you're always looking back Mm -hmm. at what has happened to you, what, what's reoccurring. True. And you can tend to stay in those same patterns or you can get a new mindset, which mm-hmm. Romans twelve two says, change the way you think. Yeah, be and transformed by yes, changing the way and you so think. And so I had to get to that point where I had to allow the Lord to change my stinking mm-hmm. thinking to what you want from me as a husband and as a wife. What you want for us is true intimacy true love mm-hmm. um where safe love. safe love where it's safe you're not gonna we're, we're not name calling right. we're not forcing one another to partake in intimacy at the wrong time or you know what i'm saying and yeah. so we, that was that was a learning process based on what my mm-hmm. whole past was so how did how did having those mind battles those mind, mind games how did it impact your capacity for intimacy <sighs> i mean you had it it was there you wanted to be loved I you wanted, wanted you to know, love it's a desire. but you were you struggled there was a wall i did it was an it's an innate desire to be loved absolutely but then you've got that distrust you're so afraid mm-hmm. to allow yourself to it's let going go to happen again yes i'm going to get betrayed i'm yes. going to get hurt absolutely and so we build up these walls and this resistance to the very thing we need which is love and connection and and to feel safe with mm-hmm. one another but you know what i struggle too I mean, you talk about me like you married the perfect guy. You didn't. You married a well, guy who was damaged. It, but no, I was hurt. I never saw that kind oh. of damage. You might well, not have the been... same kind of damage. I'm a dude too, so being a man, it's a different level of impact, and maybe it manifests in different ways. Yeah. But I always kept this attachment detachment thing where I was attached, but I was detached. Right, right. And again, of course, I was the oldest son. I got oldest kid syndrome. I'm pretty independent by nature. Then you factor in that that my my first wife left me. Right, high and dry. Which I mean, I thanked her for well, <laughs> <laughs> because. But it, I, at the time, it so wounded that. me though, and I just felt completely worthless but, and but rejected. That's where I was. I was like. How can she leave this man who is, I mean, okay, you're not perfect, perfect, but you're as close as anyone I've ever known in my About life. About to turn this microphone off. <laughs> I love you so much. We do have the door shut. You know? <laughs> and locked. And locked. Um, but we're at We've the church. we got a lot happening That at the would church. be kind of weird. There's so much going on right now. You'll probably hear stuff. But honestly, <laughs> for me, when I'm contrasting you with past men in my life, you were perfect. So for me, it was even hard for me to live up to that. They made it easy for me to be truthful. I mean, because you had had a run of bad things. The enemy, by the way, there's a very real enemy, friends, family, listeners. There's a real enemy, the enemy of your soul, and he wants you dead. He wants you marginalized. He wants you ineffective for the kingdom of God. Yes. And so Annette, Dame Annette, (laughs) you had had so many um, hits. So many attacks. It's because the enemy 
knows the potential that's in you and that if you were ever to discover it, it'd be Katie bar the door on the things of the kingdom. So the enemy tries to devastate, destroy, kill, steal, and destroy. John 10, 10. The enemy comes except not to steal, except to kill, steal, and destroy. Jesus said, I came that you might have life Life and have it to the full, more abundant. So we know that to be true. So all of you right now that feel like your life has been one one devastating moment after another, one trauma after another, one letdown, one disappointment, one discouragement after another. Let me tell you something. The higher the capacity of potential in your life to make a difference in this world for Jesus and for the kingdom of God, the higher your capacity and potential, the more the enemy tries to destroy you that is before you ever realize that potential. There's the mind war. And that's why you have to stay in the word and you have to let the word work in your life. There you go. You don't read the word and then walk away and forget it. It's like mm-hmm. looking in the mirror and forgetting what you look like there when you is. walk Bring out. Bring out the book yes, and hold up the mirror. Yes, you've got to... Allow that word to permeate mm-hmm. in your heart so that you can walk it out. You know, I love the book of James. It says, don't be hearers only, be doers, doers of, the, of word. the word. Yeah, and good. so you have to, you can't allow those things from the past to hinder you from your future. He has a beautiful future for you. You just have to cooperate. That grace movement that says you don't have to do anything is wrong. We have to cooperate. Yeah, yeah. That takes work and we to have do to, that. We have to do something that some people don't like to use this word anymore, obey. Obey. We, yes. we, see, we read what God says and we do, do what, what we're supposed says. to do. Yes. I mean, it's, Absolutely. So, it's really so simple we miss it. Right. But in this world and culture, we have been trained to resist anything that's and telling it's us what worse. to do. Oh, the resistance is strong. Which means we have to get stronger. Yeah. I and, love and that. And the only way to get strong is to, to get into the meat of the word mm-hmm. and become mature believers, yes. not immature or unbelieving believers. That, I think that's one of the things we heard from Joyce Meyer years and oh, years, years ago. ago yeah. There's too True. many unbelieving believers and we need to be believers of the yes, word. Yes, I love that. And that means every aspect of the Bible. So can I quote Romans 12 yeah. too? And do not be conformed to this world. That word conform means to be pressed into this shape. That to conform, to become the form of what's being pressed. So do not be pressed, conformed to this world, but be transformed. Mm-hmm. That means to change your shape, the way you look, the way you act. Everything about you is changed, transformed. Transformers. So, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yes. By changing the, the way, way you, think. you think. Now, let's fast forward because... We'll go. I think we should go back and talk about our first year of marriage and some of the terrible Ew. foibles. I know it was. It got it was hard. hard. It was hard. But let's fast forward to now. So because it's my birthday. Did I mention that earlier? <laughs> so I'm 62 years young. It is just a number. I've never felt better in my life. I feel more alive than I've ever felt. I'm more excited about I wake up so early in the morning not because I'm getting older it's because I can't wait to get up you, and have, you my have Jesus that time. outlook on life which uh, you living literally up in a down world you're like I don't want to go to sleep because I'm gonna miss something and <laughs> what if I, I can't wait to yeah, wake up because that, uh, I don't want to miss anything. FOMO yeah hashtag yeah. FOMO fear of missing out yes but it's because I'm so thankful but so it's fast forward to now we were talking about this today so I don't know for you married folks do y'all have conversations in the bathroom when you're getting ready in the morning <laughs> everybody does 
I'm in the shower yelling over the shower. You got your blow dryer going. We're yelling at each other mm-hmm. like, hey, I think God's saying, or hey, what do you want to talk about on the podcast today? Or hey, what about, you know, we're just talking about, you got to get a car like that. All that stuff, you know, life happens in the bathroom, in the kitchen, right? Right. And so we're in there and we're chatting back and forth. And I was just talking to you and I was just saying how much, how grateful I am for us and how 31 years later, two marriages later, a lot of pain, a lot of struggle, a lot of misfires, a lot of bad choices. And yet today to look at our lives, I, I cannot help but just be grateful. And so I'm yelling at you over the shower and you've got the hairdryer going. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, I love you so much. And I, I've never, ever in my life had the ability to be as intimate, open and free yes, and safe as I am with you. Never. And it no one has ever been this far to that in. point for both of us. I know. And and the reason I felt like that's important to say is because some people think, gosh, I've been married five years. I thought it'd be easier by now. Or they hit that seven-year, that yes. seven-year boy. Seven-year itch or whatever uh, yeah, you call it. Yeah, they call it, it seven-year itch. But really, there is something about that year seven, whether it's in a job or where you live or the house you're in or the car you own or the people in your life. There is something about the number seven and the year seven which is transitory. I mean, it it can be a real, you almost have to press through it either makes or breaks you. And a lot of marriages end at seven years. Mm -hmm. There's just a switch. And so, but a lot of people quit their jobs after seven years or Mm -hmm. they move after seven. There's just something to that seven year transition period. Oh wait, is that a bad word to use nowadays? (laughs) Have we ruined the word transition? No, no. So anyway, that's, I don't want to get off on the politics thing, but anyway, all that to say is I was, it was hitting me because I'm thinking, Hey, it's my birthday today. I mentioned that. So I was, as I'm in the shower thinking about my birthday, going, golly, 60. And you're like, what are the things I want to do that are my favorite things to do today? Yeah. And I said, and you oh, said I, wanna, I want to do a podcast. I want to do my podcast and I want to hang around with my wife. I want to, yeah. I want to be with my best friend yes. and the person that I'm closest to on this pl- on but planet. But then you Earth. set up lunch with someone else. Hey, you told me to do that. I know. Because you said go for it because I've been trying to get lunch. For, because you're like, I, I can't do it. I'm, I really want to spend time with you. I and, do, and it's just time, and you know, I just this is important yeah, to me. Yeah. But I want to. I want to. So you share a little bit from your perspective how different it is now, oh, and how it was when it began well, thirty years, thirty-one years two, ago. As we age, um, and get closer to one another, and that intimacy begins to grow. I had no idea that your love could grow even there more. There it is. Oh, you nailed it. Man, I thought, you know, this is what I've heard from people. I, I didn't think this, um, but I did hear this. And it's like, how can you be with the same person all your mm, life? Aren't yeah, you going to get tired of that person? Yeah, I've heard it too. No, because when it's true love, it grows. Yeah, it's not carnivore. <laughs> How can are you? Aren't you tired of meat? Aren't you tired of steak? People say no, that, I'm and I'm like, no, I can't wait for ever. my next steak. So I know it's a terrible, terrible metaphor. It is, but but, but it's, it's true, true because it's, that's the number one thing people say. Man. Aren't you tired of eating the same thing? It's but like that Huey Lewis in the new song, what the power of love? Oh yes, now I do remember that I do song. Remember that, but yeah, it's true. But you're right. But the intimacy, um, the trust, the safety. 
you know me more than anyone else in this world could ever know me. And, and you me know the every same. flaw in my vocabulary of you flaws. You are so funny. You always talk about it's flaws. You true, don't though. have very you, many flaws. You, every flaw I have is there. Well, I know everything about you. You know everything about me. And really, and we learn more as we it's interesting. We grow, After 31 years yes. and the age we're at, we yes. still dis- we're so in discovery I, mode. When I hear people that have been married 50 years, 60 years, it's just like, wow, that is just amazing to me and how close they can still be. So can I throw a question out? Yes. So if someone was to say, well, it's so easy for you guys. Y'all don't have to work at it. <laughs> what would you say? <sighs> As you bump the table, I know. Sorry, with your I'm, phone. I'm bumping the table. <laughs> I, there's still work because oh. everything takes work. So, it what takes, does the work, work look like? Is effort. So effort what does it look? To prefer the other one over yourself. To ask the other one, you know, can I get you a drink while I'm up getting myself one? There's, there's, there's work. Sometimes you don't feel like being intimate, and you have to lay that down and allow things to take place to where you can become intimate too. I mean, there's things that's work. It takes effort. Marriage two people, it takes effort. And so So there is an ROI on this, right? What is Return that? on investment. Yes. We have to sow into to each other. Another person mm-hmm. in order to reap something. And we don't right. do it so that we can. That's exactly. the byproduct. That's the blessing of a blessed marriage is that the work we put into it, there's always a return on it. Always. It's always a return. The ROI is there. And we want to encourage you because I know there we've had rocky points in our marriage where we, we, drew, we grew distant. Especially we grew when apart. it came to raising children. That is the hardest thing in the world. If there to is do, ever a stressor on the planet that can come between you and you don't even realize right. it. Because your thought is the my children in this season of their life, we won't have them forever. They're the most important thing in my life, and I disagree. And we had to learn this the hard right. way. What was more important is that our children saw us valuing each One other. another. Yes. So that when they someday find their their mates, Spou- their, their spouse, that they will treat their spouse with the same dignity, yes, respect, absolutely. and honor and that they, they saw, saw that. us do. And they saw that in us. And mm-hmm. that was brought up many times how much they still gets brought saw up. the love in us. And yeah. so that's you know, carried on in their our, own our son lives. in love, Mark, who lives in Tennessee, yes. is married to our oldest daughter, Alicia. He wrote us this week and said, you're my heroes. Yeah. I mean, That's he so just, sweet. and he wrote the most beautiful thing about you when he saw he your saw testimony. testimony. And, and you know, when your son-in-law doesn't look at you as the weird parent, you know, in-laws that are nosy yes. and in their business, but actually says, you're my heroes right. because of your marriage That's and because huge. of your life and your walk with Jesus. That's huge. That's not to brag on us. It's just, we learned the hard way that we have to put we in the work. We have to model it. And we have to them. put in the work. Yes. It's work. Yes. And it's worth and it. And the first couple of years was really tough oh, because I brought rough. in teenagers into our marriage. <laughs> yeah, I started with teenagers. I didn't get you a did. I, I wasn't doing like, you know, scooping poop off of a no. baby and, you know, cleaning You got the poop all right. Up, getting the white stuff off my collar and my it, shirt. It was hard. No, it was like. And the rebelliousness oh, right that into was it. there. Well, they were hurt. They were damaged. They were. 
you and know, it from took me years to even understand the ramifications yeah, of what damaged, took place. Yeah, yeah, totally yeah. makes sense. But it's all good now, thank mm. God. And God oh, it is good. Our and kids God are thriving good. right now. Even in the middle of the Love worst it. times we had, we never let go of God. If anything, we turned more to God. Yeah. And too many people, things are going so well, they don't need God. Tina and I were talking about that the other day. That's How many such a people danger zone. don't need God? Wow. And so they live their life so for themselves. Think. So they think. Yes. And they're miserable. Yeah. They may have all the wealth and material things and everything yeah. they want, but they're missing that one element. And mm. literally that's what brought my mom to her knees mm-hmm. when she found Christ was she had the wealth she had all the material things she could want, right. um, but she was empty. Now she had a horrific husband, but she but in was, spite of in that, spite she was able that, to thrive in er- never every had area, to work other areas of her life. But more, boy, was she ever empty! And she found Jesus. And so when when my dad passed away, she never even remarried because Jesus was enough for her. Mm. And I loved that. She didn't even have the desire. She she could have. She lived another, what, 21, yeah. 22 years. Yeah. But she said, I don't need that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, Jesus is enough. And I would say this in terms of our intimacy. The reason why we have been able to press past the pain, the trauma, divorces, everything we've been through, rejection, whatever the, the list goes on, failure, all that is because of our walk with God, because of our walk with Jesus and the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit leading us, being our helper, being our intercessor, our advocate, and, and every day pressing into that. Because you and I both, we, we have a rhythm. We both get up. I get up a little earlier than you. You're getting up earlier and earlier. And then we, you go to your, your room. I go to my man cave. You go to your she, she cave. <laughs> and, and you get in the Word, and I get in the Word. And then, then as we're getting ready, things come out. We start mm-hmm. talking about it. What did you get? What do you listen to? What, what's speaking to you? It always comes out in our conversation, whether mm-hmm. while we're cooking, while we're driving to the office, whatever. And then we do that life together. And uh, so, you know, people who are newer to the faith are trying to figure out, well, so do you do a devotional together? And sometimes, sometimes we do. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we don't. It just, yeah. it just depends. It depends. Yeah. The different seasons. Yeah. And right now we're not doing anything. And I don't anything. think you always have to. I don't either. I don't. I think you do what's yeah. right for you at that time. And sometimes, you you know, we'll go, you know what, let's do this one together. Mm-hmm. And we'll do. Right. We did a two years of the yeah. whole Bible together. We did. Yeah, it was awesome. And then we decided, let's just do some different things. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. But what I love about it is we're always sharing together out of our experience. And so that intimacy with Jesus, that intimacy with God and the Holy Spirit, it literally spills over and paves the way for us to have intimacy with one another. Absolutely. And I think without that, I can't even imagine Mm -hmm. doing life without that. I know. I can't either. Because what it does, it gives us a singular focus. We're on the same page. We're going the same direction. But... But I know also there's people listening whose spouse is not on the same page. Right. So what would we say to them in terms of what they're struggling with and how in their walk with God? How is how does keep that flesh your out? Faith, keep your faith. Keep praying for your spouse. Mm-hmm. I mean, we prayed for my dad for so many years. Yeah, we didn't yeah. see it yeah. as soon as we wanted to, mm-hmm. but boy, it it came to fruition right before right his at death. The end. My goodness. And 
We didn't know he was going to die hour. two weeks later. He didn't know he was right. going to die two weeks later. Yeah. But don't give up. But yeah. allow Jesus to be that lover in your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And two, you know, if you're in a relationship where you're not getting support spiritually from your spouse and you want that, you desire that, you want to be on the same page, don't give up. Don't give Never up. Never give up. Don't quit. Stay the course. Mm-hmm. Those three words, stay the course, is, I would uh, say that's is one of the clearest motto. words from God I've ever heard in my life. And I, and I use it daily. Stay the course. And pray for them. Can you imagine the impact if believers, believing believers, prayed for the people that they're frustrated with or they're disconnected from, uh, if they prayed for their spouse as much as they put energy into other things. Can That's you imagine true. the difference? Right. Can you imagine the difference if we prayed for our president, that he would be oh, saved wow. he definitely and transformed prayer. by Jesus as much as we criticize and judge and write post memes about him? Yeah. Can you imagine the difference that could make? But I say that about our spouse. In my first marriage, I believed, I, th- I, thought, I thought we would be okay. I thought we could make it. And we'd been married 10 years. And she walked away. She walked away. I was all in. I was not going to walk away. Even though it was hard, I was like, no, no, I'm not quitting. I didn't quit. And uh, I want to encourage you, if you're in a hard situation. Unless there's abuse. Unless there's abuse. that And there I would get counsel get from a, a trusted pastor or trusted counselor, not necessarily your friends because they're all going to just pat you on the back, but, but people who can speak truth into your life, I would definitely do that. But it, but if there's not that in it, I would encourage you to pray, pray, stand, believe, treat them with the honor and respect that you would like for them to treat you with. Don't, don't bash them over the head with the Bible. Don't, don't try to drag them to church. Don't try to, don't go where you're not invited. There you That's go. That's just my, one of my life go. mottos. Don't go where you're not invited. I noticed you're looking at your watch. You think we need to land the plane on this? Yes. First of all, we've got some thank yous to say. And I, man, can I share scripture right before we sure. do it? Because this scripture, really, I wanted to share it at the beginning, but there wasn't a place. Proverbs 23 says this, 23, 7 says, For as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. We've been talking about intimacy. We've been talking about the mind wars what's going on as a man thinks in his heart, which is the mind, as a man thinks in his mind and his heart, so is he. And so we want to encourage you to be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that's at Romans 12 too, by spending time in God's Word. It will change your life. And any way we can help you and encourage you to do that, Feel free to write us an email. Go to our website, livingupinadownworld.com. There's a place where you can write us right there on the front page. You can subscribe to our email list, and we'll let you know a day in advance or, or the same day sometimes that we're releasing a podcast. And you can sign up for that, but you can also write us. We love hearing from you. It's life-giving. It's never a nuisance. Don't ever feel like what you're sharing is too little or too much. Just feel free to reach out. We want to hear from you because we're here to help. And so we've got some beautiful thank yous to to give out. And I want to just, and just one other thing I want to just promote, I want to say bridgefbg.com. And you can watch or listen to all the messages that, that I've done over the years, bridgefbg.com right there on the front page. Somebody else, another couple that we always want to to 
talk about are our friends, our best friends, Adam and Tina Curry, who had they not have encouraged us, we would not have a Living Up in a Down World podcast. And so just such love from those guys and love doing life with them. And they have a couple of podcasts that I want to recommend. One is No Agenda. And again, that's with Adam and his friend John Dvorak, where they do media deconstruction. You can find that on any platform. And man, my favorite all-time podcast, this is really how I got to know Adam and Tina, is Curry and the Keeper. And check them out, Curry and the Keeper. They've got a, a curryandthekeeper.com, or you can find them on any of your podcast platforms. We recommend a value-for-value value platform, Podcasting 2.0, things like Castomatic or Fountain, where you can actually boost and encourage value-for-value. Uh, value. If, if this podcast is bringing value to, to you, then you can bring value back to us or to them or whoever you're listening to through um, through sharing, through giving. So go to our, our website, livingupinadownworld.com. Also, I do daily devotionals on there. If you want a daily word, and they're hot off the press, that's the first thing I do. I get up in the morning, get in the word, and I write a devotional every day. I've done it for over 20 years now. And so just click on the blog tab in livingupinadownworld.com, and you'll see the daily devos, devos every day. They're very short to the point. There's always a graphic that I like to do with Scripture just to encourage you. And then there's also every Living Up in a Down World podcast episode, all 51 after I upload this one. All 51 ed episodes are right there, and you can do that. And then be sure and sign up for our Living Up newsletter and pass this to other people. If you know have friends and family who would benefit from these conversations and us going there on some stuff, yeah, get it out there. Definitely. Oh, you just... No, I just said definitely. You're supporting me. I love yes, it. Yes, yes. You're so pretty. You're beautiful in the studio oh lot, too. Isn't it cool? Well, I'm going to stay like, here all day. I feel like there's a, a heavenly cloud over us. <laughs> we have this amazing drop light over us. It's you should just, take a picture of it, put it in the newsletter. I will. We'll do that in just a sec. This is very cool. So anyway, I just got it put together, so I'm happy about it. George Kirchner, another one of our favorite. He's him. a member of our church. He came up to me Sunday so and just said... Precious. I, Talked about my video and oh, how much he, he enjoyed it. He watched the video. Listen to what he said. He wrote this in uh, on our Living Up website podcast, or Living Up Down World podcast website. There it is. He says, this is for Annette. Just finished watching the video of your testimony, and I wanted to let you know how touched I was. By the way, the Lord has worked in your life because you are willing to invite him in. I pray that this video gets spread around so that others can hear of God's goodness and love for us. Thank you for being open and sharing a very hurtful time in your life. Please rest assured that you will be blessed for your faithfulness. In his name, George. I love that. Uh, that we is, love he's George. A sweet man. He is he such an wife. encourager. They are precious. We got a boostogram from Sir TJ the Raffle. He's a big time no agenda guy and uh, an amazing musician as well with a striper boost. That's 7,777 Satoshis. People have said, what are Satoshis? It's a, it's a denomination of Bitcoin. And uh, on any of the uh, value for value podcast 2.0 platforms, you can actually send Satoshis to say, hey, we value what you're doing. And so anyway, thank you, Sir TJ. He wrote, he wrote this. Hey, y'all, I've listened to every episode. Love you both and your podcast. I emailed you almost a year ago and Jimmy encouraged me to endure, which I'm determined to do more than ever as challenges seem to somehow get bigger. I can't remember if I've boosted before, so just wanted to send some value. TYFY 
EAC. Thank you for your encouragement and your courage. Again, I love it. We appreciate Striper Boost. And then Annette, I don't know if you know this or not. We got a Boostagram today from somebody called The Keeper. Oh, wow. Isn't that cool? 50,000 yes. sats. Uh, we love Tina Curry. Yes, we do. She's one of our our dearest our friends. besties. Besties, that's right. She wrote, happy birthday, Pastor Jimmy. Adam and I love experiencing life with you. And I lost my place. Oh, no. Life with you and Annette. <laughs> my bad. Oh, wow. Well, I was looking at something else. And by the way, someone here is super happy that you're back to recording weekly. Who could that be? Who could that be? Who would be happy about us recording again? Oh, Adam, Adam Curry. Curry. <laughs> and she says, uh, KYBO. KYBO. Keep your buckets overflowing. KYBO. Do that leaky bucket. That's so funny. It's so cheesy, but I love it. So yeah, wow. keep your buckets now overflowing. Now we're turning into a variety show. Oh, I know. Here we go. From David Wicker. I love David oh, I Wicker. He wrote in, he also goes by Sir By His Grace. He's a big No Agenda Korean Keeper fan as well. And a listener, and just a great guy, great brother in Christ. He said, thank you for the plug. Now, what he's referring to, last week we plugged his wife's uh, new um, effort, nonprofit called PushbackForLiberty.com. And that's Pushback4 with the, with the number four liberty.com and what she's doing she's just trying to equip parents about what's going on in our culture how they can take a stand resources links it's it's a new website that's up so we want to encourage you to go check out pushbackforliberty.com and so david wicker you are welcome for the plug and you got another plug because we care about liberty too and freedom and uh, he said brought my beloved jewels to tears jewels bless you Bless you, bless you in your efforts to make a difference. She was so excited, and it meant the world to her. You are such a treasure in the hill country and beyond ripple effect. She's got my favorite name. Oh, Jules. You've always I've liked always, that. I've wanted to change my name I to know, Jules you've always for said that, years. Which is bizarro, but I, I it is know. a beautiful name, but... You have a lovely name, I Annette. Uh, I it's like easy the to remember because, like, well, it's pretend you're falling into. Maybe I like Annette. the name Jules because <laughs> I like jewelry. Um, Indeed, you jewelry do. Jewelry is is can be um, uh, it's it's can be expensive. It can be adorning. There it can you be, go. I don't know. It's There's an accoutrement. It's beautiful. yes. I just love it. It's, it, it's beautiful, like you for yes. sure. Oh, oh, you're so sweet. Okay. We must now, go the last now. thing he says oh. is KYBO on purpose. On purpose. Oh my gosh, you can do it again. I'm going to do it again. I love it. But I won't. What did you say? Makes me want to dance, but I won't. No, please don't. I'd probably knock my coffee over again on my, my keyboard. My knee which I did is last hurting week. from dancing at the Tannenbaum. <laughs> I mean, literally, I had to quit walking and working out on my knee for weeks because of dancing. So I no more dancing for me. I don't think you injured it dancing. You injured it. You injured it well, at the gym. I probably I saw you were doing it. bad form on um, squats. I'm I just saying. I wasn't doing bad form. Yes, you were. I'm just a little old to be doing what I'm doing. <laughs> All right. Hey guys, we love you. We are out of here. It's been fun being with you today. We love you. Livingupinadownworld.com. Check it out. Bridgefbg.com. 
check it out. We love you. We're so happy to be back to a weekly show. We are out of here. Have an amazing day on purpose. And KYBO, everybody.